big movement in the General Assembly. And it's a movement that could very well make national news. If, of course, those people who want to, I think, misrepresent what's happening, want to go about the misrepresentation we're seeing all across the country when it comes to education. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Great to be with you. Eric Berman joins us right now. With the State House Review, uh, the chief political correspondent here at 93 WIBC. Eric, uh, let's get down to the big one. The House has passed uh, the, the bill. They've passed the bill regarding critical race theory. You have got the story at WIBC.com. House bill passes, House passes bill, I should say, on how racism can and can't be taught in school. Break it down for us. Yeah, so this, of course, is the bill that's uh, been been the subject of several uh, somewhat heated hearings in both the House and the Senate. This one does a bunch of things, but probably the, the two biggest uh, components. There's the curriculum transparency portion. That's the one that uh, says the schools have to post on online on their website all their curriculum material that's going to be used in the course of the year, anything that's going to be used in the classroom. Um, for parents to look at, it creates a parents advi- well, sorry, it creates an advisory committee with parents on it to uh, make recommendations on what the curriculum should be, and it spells out these eight rules for here's what you cannot talk about or what you cannot talk about in terms of race. Basically, coming back to you can't may you can't have instruction that tells a student that they should feel discomfort, stress, or guilt over their race, sex, or religion. This has been shorthanded as the critical race theory bill. Uh, Tony J. Cook, who authored the House version, was said on the floor, look, it's not just critical race theory. That's the one that gets the attention. There's a bunch of things like this that we don't like. I've got the stack of complaints from parents in a bunch of school districts. These are the markers we're trying to set down. Teach about racism, teach about the Holocaust, teach about the Jim Crow laws, but don't say that the kids are responsible for the sins of the fathers. Which has been so much of of the conversation. Uh, Certainly, I've watched the response from some and and some very brutal manipulation and some horrific name-calling that I'm surprised hasn't been called out by the Republican Party or uh, even the Democratic Party. Uh, But more to the point, this was the bill that an attempt was made in the Senate, Senate Bill 167, and it failed miserably. But the House bill gets through. Now it goes to the Senate. What success can it have there? Um, This is one of those moments where the smart thing for me to say is I have no idea because the goalposts have moved on that. The first problem is... It's not clear and hasn't been said publicly to what extent the problems with the bill in the Senate were we can't get the votes and to what extent are the problems the controversy over Senator Baldwin and that comment that went viral. Um, Is it the PR or is it the bill? The bill itself is obviously controversial, but which piece of that? Um, What the Senate has said, what President Pro Tembre has said, is we will look at that. You know, he had said that uh, they were they were killing the Senate bill, but when the House went forward with theirs, well, they, they've made some progress. They've made some changes. Um, Representative Cook said yesterday there's going to be more changes. There are already senators making uh, unspecified suggestions about uh, ways to tweak this further. So there's a bunch of questions where the answer is I don't know. Does it get a fresh hearing in the Education Committee? to be determined. Does it uh, get out of committee if it gets a hearing? Same thing. And even if the Senate passes it, 
do you get a this is probably the easiest hurdle, but it's still a hurdle. Do you get a version that the House and Senate can both agree on where whatever changes are made can get through the House again? I think that's a wait and see. The only thing that I remind this is a running theme in an even year. They don't have that much time to do it. They've only got a week or two starting next week to look at the bills that come over from the House. I think the other hurdle, talking to Eric Berman, chief political correspondent at 93 WIBC, is whether or not Governor Eric Holcomb will sign it. Yeah, will he? I mean, again, the, will he do it? No, what Governor Holcomb has done consistently, and it's not just Governor Holcomb, this is pr- pretty much every governor that I've covered going back to Evan Bayh, um, it, it's very, very rare for them to issue a veto threat. What they will usually say, and uh, Holcomb will say it in these words, is that's not a bill on my agenda. The, the bills that I'm lobbying for, I want passed and I will sign. All the other stuff that the legislature has made priorities, we'll look at those when they get to the desk. And in particular, and this is what Governor Holcomb has said about that bill specifically, we'll look at specifically what it says when it gets there. Because the, the specific wording, again, that's changed a lot in the House already. The specific wording makes a big difference. A big difference. So that's a who knows. Let's move it on to some other things going on. Uh, some stories about uh, limits on Indiana mail-in voting uh, getting through uh, with the Republicans. Uh, House committee endorsing the bill along party lines. This comes uh, out of uh, from Tim Wesco. Talk to me about what's happening. Yeah, this is not uh, – obviously, this has been a subject of controversy nationwide, anything that changes voting. I don't think this is going to draw the same level of controversy unless, of course, there's changes made, which, again, is is always a possibility. This is something that Secretary of State Sullivan has uh, has called for. The Secretary of State's office always has a package of here's what we need to tweak on – on election bills. And the mail-in bill would say that you need to, when you apply for an absentee ballot online, you need to submit either the end of your social security number or the end of your driver's license number. We need something to know that you're actually a registered voter as opposed to uh, just randomly uh, requesting a ballot. This was part of a larger bill last year Um, It ended up failing because there were some problems that uh, people suggested with it, one of them being, and this has come up in other states, if you already applied, you know, currently that's not a requirement, but if you've already submitted, say, your Social Security number, and then you see a website that says, hey, you can submit your driver's license number, is that going to get kicked back because, oh, you were supposed to put down numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, and you put down numbers 5, 6, 7, 8? that I've not heard a lot about that in this session, but that that's the crux of that bill. It it should sail through the House pretty easily. Um, th- this is one where there's at least so far there's not so much controversy over the bill so much as there's always fine tuning going on and making sure that the, that it was drafted properly and there's nothing else that gets attached to it that is controversial. Before I let you go, as I, I like to often ask, what is the bill we're not paying attention to that we should be? You know, this I think the bill on that may or may not still be alive after today. Today's the last day for the House 
to call bills for amendment. They've got 17 bills left they've got to get through. And the one that is interesting is a bill to tighten up the laws on child pornography. Um, A lot of it is just tinkering around the edges, but uh, this addresses a problem that's come up uh, elsewhere where the bill says the child in pornographic material doesn't have to actually exist. If you have computer-generated images that's not a specific child but is derived from something, you're just you're just as guilty. You're just as subject to prosecution as something as anything else would be. Um, that bill on its face would probably uh, would probably sail through. It's been tied up for a week over some amendments that would uh, try that would try and target. Google and web hosting companies and basically any large tech company, that may not get called. They may not be able to uh, to get around uh, those problems with those amendments. Today's the last day. But it's it's an interesting approach that may get, get a close look in the Senate if it gets there on is this where we extend the law.